Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Club, and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing, and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. In light of recent developments and Charlie Valentine's statement, Charlie Valentine has been disqualified from this episode of United Queendom. Out of respect for the hard work of myself, Ed Dyson, and producer Moon, we will air this recap as planned. Charlie Valentine will still appear in all subsequent episodes. He will just now be weirdly edited in all of them. Do you know what that's for, Charlie? No, what have I done? Having sex at work. <laughs> oh my God, that is fair disqualification, you... I suppose. That's what you're known for now. <laughs> <laughs> don't. Don't. Oh, I hope no one at work listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure they don't. Uh, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, that's from the Ed and Charlie show where Charlie revealed a, well, I think I've already given a spoiler, but you should listen. It's very fun. I can't remember what week it was. Was that last week? Yeah, the episode was last week. Yeah. You lose all track of time now. I couldn't believe when there was that NHS clap on Thursday. And I was like, was it a week since the last one? Surely to God not. It feels like it was years ago. Nah, they're every week now. I do, yeah, time has lost all sense of meaning. Let's destroy all the clocks. What even the is weeks a Sunday? The weeks are so long. Well, let's get into this episode. Uh, so we start with, um, obviously, it's Snatch Game. Yay! Couldn't have come at a better time because I needed some joy. Have and we ever had a bigger Snatch Game? It's 10 people, right? No. 10? Yeah, I think it was 10. There was one other season that had a lot. I think last season they did it fairly early as well, maybe. Or was it season 10? But I feel like we've never had this many yeah, queens on the Yeah, it could be the, the biggest stage. ever. They all got quite good airtime though, but I think it's because they didn't do a mini challenge, so they really dedicated the episode fully to Snatch Game. Yeah. Which was good. And so they should. Um, we start off this week with Heidi and Closet, or whatever she's calling herself now. She doesn't say she's had a fire under her, which is great. That makes a nice change. But she says, don't put me in the bottom no more. <laughs> I love that. It sounded like it was out of a classic old film. Do you think we're gonna, um, Heidi's going to avoid the bottom for a while? I think for a little while, she's always going to struggle on the fashion challenges, isn't she? But she is a good lip syncer, yeah, so I think she's... maybe she'll keep herself in. She needs to keep that wig on, then she'll keep herself in. Um, I know. But obviously this episode starts the way it always does this season. Thankfully, this will be the last one of it. But Britta talking about how she shook to be near the bottom and doesn't know why Aidan wasn't in the bottom instead. Uh, do you think on this occasion she was right? No, I thought Aiden did all so right in the week challenge. Was the gay's anatomy. <laughs> and I really liked Aiden's runway last week. But Britta needs to give it Yeah, that was good. She needs to give it up. But then I don't know if it's the edit. Do you know what I mean? Maybe she said it twice and now she's been edited like she can't look going on about it. But it does seem like she just got a bee in her bonnet. She says it in different outfits every week, so I don't even think they could edit it. She does seem very bitter filter. I think that they are were, I think they are editing it unfavorably, but I think she's given them that to work with. I think they're trying to make her they slipped in a little shot of sherry. They were trying to make Britta the um the like the antagonist, and they like chucked in a shot of sherry to be like, oh let's try and make her a villain as well. 
Yeah, I did see that. I wonder if Sherry was part of this whole clique thing and now it just looks like it's only Britta. But I guess that probably works in her favour because when you gang up on someone, it looks even worse. So I don't know. It'd be interesting once the season's over to when the queens are interviewed to hear what they actually thought of Sherry. Was Sherry popular or was she always going to be a villain anyway? We just don't know, do we? I feel like people just aren't going to mention. I don't know. Well, as we getting later, she's not even got a runway anymore. I know. She's getting whittled down every episode. Um, I know. Aiden says she's sick of them tearing her down. So she's not going to be quiet anymore. Um, did you believe her? No, the quiet ones always say that, don't they? They say, it's like, you should have been that from the start. Don't give me rubbish. I realised this week that it's a competition. So I'm going to bring my A game when it's like halfway through. Like, what? What are you talking about? Well, no, too late. Too late. Equally, Jan says, just Jan has been just safe. But, um, I thought at first she was going to win the snatch game just based on the build up. So they are doing a good job of throwing me off because there was a few seasons ago where you could kind of always tell who was going to win, but I think they've got a bit more ahead now. And I thought Jam was going to... I feel like she's on the cusp of a win. Do you feel like that? I think I predicted her last week. Didn't last week I said Jan and you said Jackie? Weren't those our predictions? That sounds right. But again, last week feels like such a long time ago. There's no way I could ever remember. I've had so much wine since then. Alone. And also, it sounds like us to be wrong. (laughs) That's our brand. Um, yeah, I th- but not to get ahead, but next week is a, a rusical. We'll speak about that later, but ho- hopefully that will be Jan's week. Surely to God, she's the singer. We should out. Who won in the uh, Courtney versus Adore musical? Uh, Courtney won that. Adore won, right? It was no n- Courtney. Won. Oh, I can't no remember. Courtney. It was very close because Co- and Courtney said afterwards that um, they'd edited out a lot of her bum notes, but I think. Adore probably oh. has a stronger <laughs> voice, but Courtney really presented like a Broadway type um, thing. So we get RuPaul announcing the Snatch Game. No mini challenge, no build up. Because he used to do that thing where he'd kind of um, say, oh, we're going to be setting each other on fire and running down to it as a joke. And then go, just kidding, we're playing the Snatch Game. She's not doing that anymore. And we get a little taste of who they're all going to be. straight into it, be direct so, <laughs> Widow puts on a wig and asks everyone to guess. Did you guess? I did guess Tina Turner and I was disappointed. Tina, I love Tina Turner, but she's not exactly comedy gold. Do you know what I mean? I think Tina Turner could be done really well. I think it was a disappointing choice because Shangela did Tina Turner in season three for Snatch Game. She didn't do that well. And my rule is always... If you're going to do someone who's been done on the Snatch Game, you have to make sure it's done twice as well as it has been done. And clearly Widow's yeah. was not a confident performance, was it? No, it was bland. It was bland, bland, bland. It was, yeah, not cute. Did you like the idea about bringing Ike into it? No, he was a, wasn't he like a rapist and a wife beater? He definitely beat her up. I don't know if he raped her. I've never seen the film. I thought there was a scene uh, in Love When Love Do when he raped her in the music studio. And it's like, why? Oh, so we're giving Ike Turner screen time, but we can't give Sherry Pie screen time. <laughs> That's very true. Although they had Michael Jackson on the Snatch Game as well. So I think for Snatch Game, you're allowed to have rapists and paedophiles. You're just not meant to have them competing. That's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think when uh, Aiden said she's playing um, Patricia Quinn, Magenta from Rocky Horror? Terrible choice. Who? Who? No. <laughs> well, Cavity. oh yeah, because you haven't seen Rocky Horror, have you? Uh, well, I have. And- 
No, I love Rocky Horror. I mean, I'm not a huge, massive fan, but it's like, you well, you know my rule about Snatch Game. I think they should be forced to do icons and super famous people. I don't like it when they do these niche characters. I think they have to be either incredibly famous or incredibly gay famous. Like, um, what's her face? Little Edie. I know she's not super famous to everyone, but she's very famous to like, she's like a gay camp icon. So I think they should, I think the producers should force them to do. The thing is, as someone who loves Rocky Horror, even if you did the character Magenta, that's, she's not a big character in the film. So it really did not leave her with anywhere to go. And I thought when she said she'd had lunch with her, that might mean she has a lot of material just from that. But clearly not. Have you seen the, uh, I found on Twitter, apparently she's put on Facebook, Patricia Quinn. Do you know what she wrote? What did she write? She wrote, so I don't know if, if, if the viewers and the listeners, I mean, can verify this. Apparently, she, this was a Facebook comment. She said, I don't know where I am. No. <laughs> she said, disgusted beyond belief, liar. I do not know this utterly untalented person, shite. <gasps> <laughs> is this, oh my God, is this maybe a prank? I don't know. I found it on Twitter. She's, it says, the name's Patricia Stevens. I don't know if she's changed her name or if Patricia Quinn has her acting name. And I've no way, I've no idea verifying if it's true or not. But if it is, that is hilarious. Can you imagine if Aiden went to lunch with Sherry Pie, pretending to be Patricia Quinn, and just fell for it? <laughs> it just never ends. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, uh, do next week in Frankenfurter. Don't do a yeah. That's what Patricia I would Quinn. do. That that's one of my options if I in my head of snatch games to do Tim Curry and do Frankenfurter because there's so much you can do with the character. And also Tim Curry in real life has had a stroke, which isn't funny, but halfway through you could, if you wanted to sellotape your face down. Or maybe not. <laughs> uh, Vanjie enters the workroom. Why? Enter Vanjie, which is what Brooklyn Heights did last season. Um, oh, was it the season before? Yeah, it was last season. Uh, yeah, it's a weird choice. I feel like she's really being pushed for an All-Stars season. Well, I know she's like a fan favourite and she is hilarious. I did find her very funny. It just seems an odd challenge for her to come back on. Yeah, I guess they referenced it. I mean, I find her a lot more entertaining in this episode than I did in season... It was last year, wasn't it? Season 11. Yeah. Because um, I wasn't the biggest Vanjie of Vanjie. I mean, I thought she was... I just didn't find her as funny as everyone else did. I just feel like she shouts all the time. But I thought she was a bit more charismatic in this episode, probably because she was a bit more relaxed, I guess. Yeah. We get the, um, the walkthrough, which Rue's Snatch Game walkthrough is always the most terrifying. She tells Heidi to do Phaedra Parks instead of Leslie Jones, because the accent's more similar. Uh, what do you make of that advice? Well, hasn't someone did Kenya? No, not Kenya. What's her name? Kennedy's done Phaedra already. I don't want to see people do another C-list celebrity. Sorry. I'm very particular about my Snatch Game choices. Kennedy did Phaedra Parks on All Stars 3. Would you think that was a good choice for Heidi? Uh, I think we always said Dinah Ross was the best choice now. Yeah, you said that, and I agree. It would have been a really good choice for her. So I'm su surprised she didn't think of that. And also, it's been done badly, so she can redeem it. It was, um, was it Milan who did it? Yeah, I don't really like when they do Housewives characters, though, because I don't watch the show, so I don't really get the references. It's almost like the same kind of cop-out level as doing Past Queens, I feel, in a way. Yeah, because usually they're just, like, loudmouth, get-over versions of themselves. It doesn't feel like they're doing a character. It just feels like they're being obnoxious and loud yeah and they and they never work apart from this week which does end up being an exception yeah but also i don't really understand the point of giving advice 
in this stage to change character because unless it's someone like Cher, which they would never advise, like you're not going to know enough about them to change it at the last minute. Like clearly they've been prepping this character for months. They're not going to go, oh yeah, I'll just change it to someone I know nothing about. <laughs> so I think it's really completely pointless. And RuPaul just keeps talking about volleying. I know, he's really like laboriously explaining how Snatchers works. Like, yeah, we're on season 12. We know how it works. Well, you'd think people know how it works. Yeah. Um, Jan reveals that she had Chris Jenner as an option and used to be a full-time Chris Jenner impersonator. Now, that is one I think she sh- the advice sh- she should have taken to go with Chris Jenner. Do you think? Yeah, well, I was like, I'm not a huge Broadway girl. So I know who Bernadette Peter is. And I was quite like, I was pleased. I appreciated that she's a gay icon, even though I don't know much about her. Yeah. But maybe Chris Jenner would have been better for laughs. Chris Jenner definitely would have been better for laughs. It feels like she's been done just because Alexis Michelle did her so well in the Kardashian musical, but she has never been done on Snatch Game. And she's probably the only Kardashian, well, as well as obviously Caitlyn Jenner, who I think would be ripe for a Snatch yeah. Game. So, so I think that was a missed opportunity. Obviously, next we have... To the beat of the rhythm of the night, dance until the morning so light. So adorable. <laughs> they just will not stop playing that song. She is really cute this episode. I have to ask you, do you know who no Poppy is? No idea, and I was very disappointed. I didn't know who Poppy was. I'm intrigued to find out now. I might look into it a little bit. Um, but Rue advises Crystal to do El Debarge, obviously. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you think, again, like she probably doesn't know anything about El Debarge. Who does know anything about El Debarge? How would that work? It would just be Rue laughing to himself. Yeah, which probably would win her the challenge but RuPaul <laughs> says do you need a brick to fall on your head and I think Ru's so confident in her advice but often the advice is not that great I remember when she kept saying what was it to the vixen or to Asia O'Hara to do one of the old members of Destiny's Child and she was like convinced it was a genius oh, idea yeah. I was like I don't think it is but I guess if she chooses the winner she knows what she wants to see yeah. um, we get an emotional moment Crystal cries um, and Ru gives her a hug don't cry on my suit. <laughs> I know. I always thought this was leading to her elimination. I thought there was something about it. I was like, oh God, they're quickly getting an emotional moment in before she gets kicked off. I think Rue just wanted to smell that hair and get up close and all in it. I think she I was... think he really fancies her, doesn't he? I think she does. And I think if Crystal's serious about winning, she needs to consider getting down on all fours and making it work. You better work. Pulling the pad. Um... <laughs> it's pulling something but Rue um, doesn't give out hugs that often there was the plastique one which was much what's the word I want to say maligned is that a word maligned yeah yeah I feel like everyone mocked that because it was so fake but this one seemed a bit more genuine because of the obvious hair connection do you feel like Crystal's becoming like a fan favourite now no I mean I adore her I think she I have to say I'm getting vibes that she's on the chopping block yeah I, I know what you mean She's not bringing the personality. I only, I'm only letting it slide because I think she's cute. But she really isn't bringing a lot of drama or laughs. I don't know. She's very endearing, though. And I think I'm kind of getting a feeling like with um, uh, Cheryl Hole on the UK one, where not doing too well in the challenges, but I just feel like people just like watching her and I feel like she's going to keep, I don't know, being engaging. And especially now that, spoiler, Aiden's gone, I think there's going to be a lot more airtime for everyone else because Aiden's been kind of the central point to the season, weirdly. <laughs> no, sucking up all the airtime. Who uh... saw that coming? <laughs> I know. 
Well, if if I do become a full crystal stan, which could happen, the moment I turned would have been RuPaul saying, is there anything else I need to tell you? You are the winner of this week's challenge. I don't know why my impression <laughs> of Crystal is the same as Jan's impression of whoever the hell she did on Snatch Bernadette Game. Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peters. Can you name one thing Bernadette Peters has been in? Um, she was in... Uh, but she's done all the stage shows now. She was done like Gypsy and... She was in Hello... She took over from Bette Midler in Hello Dolly last year. Oh, I almost went to see that, so I would know who she was more. I, I recognised the picture when it came up, but I must admit I didn't recognise the name. I think I don't think she's done much film and TV. I just don't know the references. I guess I'm just a bit straight acting non-scene, so I don't always oh, pick up on these kind of she, things. You Will and Grace fan? Yes. She played Jin in Will and Grace. Karen's Jin? sister. Oh, oh, I really don't remember that. That might have been in the later seasons when it went a bit... Yeah, I think the joke was Karen was like, you know how I always talk about gin? And everyone's like, yeah. She's like, no, I'm talking about my sister. And that was like the joke. Wow, that's a big, um, a little joke to build a big storyline on. <laughs> yeah. uh, we get Vanjie flirting with Jackie Cox. Uh, yes, I'm single. And Jackie Cox shoots her down like, I'm a taken man, but I'm always down to make friends. But how many times is Vanjie going to be rejected romantically on Drag Race? It's getting... Beyond a joke now. I know, it's fucking like my love life. <laughs> At least it's not on TV for all to see. I know. Um, are you not having much luck romantically in isolation? Who is? No, nah, I'm on the dating apps, but it's like, you're just chatting to people. You're like, what's the point? Yeah, I guess it just fills the time. I know, FaceTime. I know, have trying to when you... FaceTime now and again. That's all you got. Yeah, are you on the house party app? No, I deleted it because I got paranoid. I believed all the rumours that it was stealing your information. Oh, from China? Yeah, just apparently one person tweeted that their PayPal got hacked after using House Party and I just believed it and so deleted it. (laughs) Do you know what? I now believe it too, so I'm going to delete it. Thank you you for telling me that. (laughs) It doesn't, I don't take a lot convincing, honestly. Um, So Jackie also mentions that she could do uh, Dame Julie Andrews. Do you think that would have been a good um, way to go? I think she's a really good shout. I don't know if Jackie could do her so well, but I think someone in future, definitely the UK, I think she's a really good shout because she's so... um, I think maybe you'd go down the Mary Berry route and just have the very, like, make her really filthy, but in the super posh accent. Yeah, because now her voice is really croaky, isn't it? If you did it now. You could switch halfway through, do young Julie Andrews' first half and then what she's like now. Although I don't know why I'm encouraging switching after... Widow Von Dues this week. Um, did you think Gigi's robot was going to be a disaster? Yes, I did actually. I don't know who this robot is. You know, I just know I was like not here for this choice. And I wasn't convinced that Gigi was going to be super funny. I wasn't. No, I thought she was going to do well going into it. But then when she said this idea, I really could not see how she was going to make this work. But I loved, loved, loved that she said to RuPaul... I understand your concern, but I do not have the same concern. That Ooh. is C-U-N-T. And it do take nerve. <laughs> My gosh. I mean, she's really reminding me of, in that moment, of like Violet Chachki, Like a young queen who is unshakable in their confidence. And I just think when you have that, it's quite hard to, to compete against. <laughs> um, ha- have you been drinking more or less than usual, Charlie? I was the first week, I was drinking loads, but this week I've calmed down. I'm trying to only drink on the weekend just to differentiate the days. 
Otherwise, yes. it just all blurs into one long day. Yes, that's very true. I don't know what's going on. I'm like Aiden Zane in the Snatch Game. Clueless, confused, and lost. <laughs> and here we have the Snatch Game. Uh, the contestants playing are... How do I say his name? Is it Daniel Franceschi? Franzese, I think. Fra- Franzese. I sounded drunk now when I said that. Franzese. And then the other man is called Jonathan Bennett. The other man. Um, <laughs> As if they're not famous. Some that other man on the TV is called Jonathan Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> well, have, have they done anything since um, Mean Girls? Daniel, is, is he the guy in Looking? He was in Looking for a hot minute. Yes. Yes, I remember him from that. And... Jonathan Bennett, I didn't even know was gay. And now he looks really gay. Yeah, he came out. I don't know when he came out, a few years ago. There's an iconic video of him, which I can't find anywhere, of him. He was like dancing in his flat with his friends. I don't know if you've ever seen this video. And then he was balancing, basically balancing on his stair rail and then fell from his stair rail onto his back. And it looks like the most painful fall you've ever seen. Oh, that sounds amazing. Was he badly injured? It looks hor- it looks really bad, and also the context doesn't make any sense. He's literally doing like modern dance. I don't know if he was trying to shoot some sort of viral funny video and it just went wrong, but he took a fall from his stairs. It looks so painful. And then when he woke up, he was gay, and that's how it happened. <laughs> exactly. That's what he's blaming it on. That is so cruel. I can't even. Um, so we're going to go through the contestants one by one and rate their performances, if that's okay. Yeah. So in the hot seat, which many contest, uh, many contestants, many fans have said in the past, is like a seat that you either win or go home in the first seat. Uh, but this week that didn't turn out to be true because it was a safe person, which was Heidi as Leslie Jones. What did you make of this? I thought it was bland. I thought it wasn't Leslie Jones at all. We just seen Leslie Jones two weeks ago. She is so loud and in your face, and this was just like Heidi being Heidi. I was not impressed. I was not impressed either. I mean. I see why she was safe, not in the bottom, because she got a few laughs. There were RuPaul saying, what berries are black? And I'm going, blackberries. That's quite funny. And she did the wig change. But no, I was not getting Leslie Jones at all. Nope. I think I could do that, Leslie Jones. And I'm a white man from Yorkshire. So come on, step it up, Heidi. Heidi, hi. Heidi, whatever. Sorry, just swallowing. Mm. (laughs) Next up, we have Jackie as Lisa Renner. So, do you watch any Housewives? I've seen clips of Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's my favourite one. But I've never fully watched a season. I just see clips and memes here and there. And I've seen that famous dinner, the whole where Liz, Liz, Lisa Rinner is like, don't you talk about my husband, and they all get into a massive fight. I've seen that famous clip, but that's it. I think I've seen that as well. Is that uh, Beverly Hills or New York? I think Lisa Rinner's New York. Yeah. So is that Ramona as well? I, my friend Chloe, who sings the theme tune for this very show, she's a big fan. So I absorb a lot from her, but I still am no expert. But you could tell that she was doing a very good job, couldn't you, in this one? She was good at improvising. I'd give it to her. She was really good on quick on her feet. Well prepared. And she had a lot of props. So like the diaper or nappy, as we would call it. Uh, the wine glass, which I thought was her funniest moment, threatening her. and then It was. And the look was good. From what I can tell, the look was really good. Yeah. And the husband thing was kind of funny. Um, not every, like, like the judges said, not everything landed. But you could tell she was doing a good job. Own it. Own it. Sorry, I lost you again. Do you think um, they can ask producers for props? Because like, how did Widow get that cake? Did they just tell the producers what props they want? 
Yeah, I think so. And I th- bet they only give them to the ones they want to do well. I bet I'm sure like Widow could have like packed a cake with her and held it all this time. If anyone is going to smuggle a cake in, it probably would be Widow. I'm surprised it lasted this long. Um, and we get Jada as Cardi B. Oh, uh, what did you make of this? Wasted. She Cardi B's a good character. She's so large and alive. And this was just so bland and wasted. I agree. I was, I've been waiting for years for someone to do Cardi B. I think she's such an obvious choice. So it's a shame now that she's been done and it just feels, yeah, like such an underwhelming performance. So underwhelming. No, none of her famous catchphrases. Nothing. What are her famous catchphrases? Oh, she did that once. <laughs> well, I suppose this is pre-coronavirus. That would have been weird if she got that one in. But I'm surprised she didn't reference the feud with Nicki Minaj. I thought that would have been kind of like how Raja did with Tyra Banks and Naomi Campbell. I was yeah. going to say Naomi Small. Or even any of her songs, just nothing. I thought it was oh, yeah, of course. I didn't even think. I forget Cardi B actually releases music. I was thinking of everything else she does. But yeah, her, her husband, Culture. Oh, is that her child? No, her husband's called Offset. Child yeah. called Culture. He cheats on her all the time. She's always popping off. Like, there's so much stuff you could have done with that. So much. It was wasted disappointing um we disappointed in jan as bernadette where where were the jokes in the words of miss trinity where were the jokes she got one in it was send in the clowns oh they're already here but it wasn't the strongest yeah and it feels like jan's the kind of girl that really would have prepped a lot of jokes maybe she did and we weren't seeing them i don't know but i wouldn't have asked jan not to be prepped yeah i think um i think chris jenner would have been a bit more of a star turn move Star turn move? What the hell is that? Um, and ag- again, Widow as Tina. It's quite disappointing Snatch Game, really. Um, as- from the moment she spoke, I was like, she's not going to do well with this. It's so Widow just in a wig. Oh, it was rubbish. So I mean, I feel like I'm in a very negative Nancy, but I have to say I really wasn't impressed with the Snatch Game. On um, first watch, I thought I enjoyed it, but it's because of, of Gigi, because she really made me laugh. But when I w- watched it again this morning... I realised it was pretty much only Gigi that made me laugh. Although there have been but some I feel snatch like it was games like no It was edited in a way to make it seem like it was a good snatch game. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like it was trying the, to tell me this was like a great snatch game. It's like, you know what, guys? I'm not believing it. I'm not buying it. There weren't a lot of big bummers, though. I said bummers, not bummers. Um, so, like, maybe in that respect, because usually snatch game can be quite a cringe to watch. Obviously, there was a little bit of cringe in this one, but sometimes it's like 70% crickets so it was nice that a lot of people were passable i guess mm-hmm. um so did you say you had seen what's love got to do with it yeah oh. so so what this gets referenced a lot this cake thing what actually happens ike turner threatened tina turner with a cake is that what happened yeah he makes her eat the cake why <laughs> oh because he's like an abuser it's just like show of power and she hates cake oh it's just like she's not hungry no, he's just forcing his mate. He's just forcing her to eat because he wants to. To, f- to fatten her up so no one wants her? No, just to abuse her. Just so that he's got control. Well, do you know what? I'll be in a relationship with him because if he wants to force cake on me, that's fine. Uh, I assume he's dead now. Is he dead? Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. So, <laughs> Gigi as Maria. Big surprise, I thought, because she really did make me laugh out loud. Did she you? She was all right. I'm just like, I'm just too um, predisposed to not liking her because of her choice. Yeah, I do prefer the comedy to come from recognising something, whereas this is just, it did make me laugh, but I don't know who the robot is still to this day. 
I just like what I love about drag is like it's drawing on gay culture and it's celebration of gay culture. And so when they do yeah. like, gay icons, it's like, oh, this is celebrating our culture. And, but when she's in like Maria the Robot, I'm just like, this is just a random impression who probably by next year will be dated. Do you know what I mean? Well, that robot isn't even called Maria, apparently. Someone on Reddit said, I forgot what it was called, maybe Sharia. And I think she changed Sharia. it. <laughs> I think it's like a copyright thing because it's a robot. That means it's kind of like a product. It wasn't Sharia. I don't know where that came from. Sharia but it was not law. Maria. <laughs> but um, RuPaul asked her about having a big black cock. And she said, I've got quite the USB port for it. And she's doing this lip quivery thing that's quite funny. And obviously the picking up the cards thing was funny. I don't know. It it was comedy. It was good comedy, but was it a good snatch yeah. game? I don't know. I think if she'd have been come second behind someone else, I would have really enjoyed it. But I just, I I like a winner to really tick a lot of boxes, and there's one box not ticked with this, which was it's not really an impression. I don't think. Yeah, but but Rue got his life. Obviously, um, Aiden as Patricia Quinn was awful. <laughs> Terrible. Do you think she was the worst? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, I don't, again, like, I've only, just choosing someone from one film, I just think it's like, and then not even doing her in the film, doing her now. It's like, what are you talking about, Aiden? What are you actually talking about? Yeah, because Aja, she did, um, is it Crystal LaBeja from The Queen? Um, and that is just based on, like, a five-minute segment of the film. But she, uh, she did drag that out to a successful Snatch Game. So it can be done, but... Also, Crystal LaBeige was a big character in that film. Whereas Magenta is just a very odd choice and she didn't do research, she didn't prep, and she was crap. So bad. Um, I'm not even sure she'd seen Rocky Horror. Um, but I actually do think Britta was worse because Aiden's was cringe, but Britta's, I actually find uncomfortable to watch. I find her uncomfortable to watch in a lot of challenges. And I've realised it's because there's a mixture of manic energy and desperation that's very off-putting. It's the desperation. She's desperately trying to be funny and do good, yeah. I know, and it's just like, oh, it's like sometimes when you get the straight men, it would just like, you know, make a joke and then nudge you like, <laughs> it was like, oh, go away. I can't bear it. And she's, uh, particularly Melly's favorite was when Rue was saying Jennifer Hudson, she goes, who, who, who? <laughs> and it's like, oh God, no, shut up. I was muting, muting my Netflix. Yeah, I'm not even sure Jennifer Holliday was a good choice. No, I mean, she's guested on the show before, hasn't she? Yeah, but it's like, she's only, oh my God, to sound really dismissive, but like, she's famous for Dreamgirls, and that's kind of it. And so you're just doing all Dreamgirls references, I don't know. Did she, when she was on the show, say, oh no, that's Jennifer Lewis? I was going to say, put a cork in it, you know, when she gave advice to someone. But no, Jennifer Holliday was on... I guess she was on the episode where they did I Am Telling You the lip sync, which was Chi Chi versus Thorgy. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, Maybe. That so, sounds but right. I don't, know, I don't know if she was even memorable on the episode. So yeah, not not the best choice. I saw that someone on um, Reddit was posting about whether uh, Britta's portrayal was problematic because um, she was portraying a, a black woman. And I think Britta is from Hawaii. But the oh, conclusion... Oh yeah, she's Polynesian, isn't she? And everyone quickly shot it down and just said, well, Trixie did RuPaul. So I think that's getting a bit ridiculous if we st start doing that. Obviously, if she blacked up, that would be different. But I think it's obviously an impersonation. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to resemble them exactly. Um, Crystal as Poppy. <laughs> Bye. How did this Goodbye. rank? Bye. Have a seat. No. 
Uh, everyone apparently says that the impression is accurate. I, I don't know because I don't know Poppy is. But does she get points for that? No, and it's like, now we've got two robots. What is she? She's a human pretending to be a robot. So now we've got like two robots on the freaking Snatch game. What's that about? That is unfortunate. If you were planning to do a robot, you would not think that was going to crop up as a problem. Like, if you're going to do Lady Gaga, it's a risk. If you're doing human robot, you think, no, surely I've got this. So that's a bit of bad luck. Um, and unfortunate for her that Gigi did it so well. But yeah, Crystal actually, I think, is the only one who didn't have a single joke that I could see. Honestly, she had... Calling her cult they, I guess. Does that count as a joke? No, I just don't know. It was, it was a bad choice. And also, it just shows a lack of, like, cultural references that I wanted a drag queen. You can't think of anyone? Judy Garland? Barbara Streisand? I don't know. Yeah. Madonna? I mean, has... maybe their thinking is if I pick someone obscure, it won't stand out when I'm not doing it well. Whereas if you go for an icon, if you mess it up, it's kind of like death knoll. Um, death knell? Death knoll? <laughs> I think Madonna's is... quite a good one because she's so, you just do the fake British accent and. Well, yeah, um, Manila kind of did uh, Madonna for the, it was in All Stars 1, but it wasn't called the Snatch Game. They it called it the, the Gaffin. Oh, which yeah. Was really, really terrible. Man- Manila did it quite well, um, <clears throat> but I would like to see Madonna fully realized on Snatch Game. But I guess this season, because they knew the Madonna Rusical was happening, I guess they wouldn't want someone to do Madonna in the Snatch Game as well. So you should probably banned. <laughs> I also wonder, um, on a side note, there are a lot of people who um, they're desperate to get on Drag Race as judges, and I assume, obviously, Madonna's top of the list. So I wonder if they discourage someone from doing a very... Because the, the only way to do a Madonna Snatch Game, really, would be to be quite make fun of her. So I guess maybe they don't want that to happen. I don't know. Well, I don't know. They've done... Obviously, they've done Whitney, but Whitney's dead. Um She's not going to be a guest judge. We can confirm that exclusive. Um, But speaking of things that are dead, uh, Sherry Pie, um, she does Catherine Hepburn. What did you make of this? Loved it. Hands down loved it. Really? Was it your favourite? Oh, 100%. No, 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 100%. I really liked Lisa Renner as well. But I just respect that she's... Sherry Pie is my kind of queen. A girl who has old Hollywood references, modern references, just like... I appreciate that. Well, a lot of people said that um, Sherry Pie, they thought her performance was offensive as well because she was making fun of the tremors of Catherine Hepburn and almost like, I don't think Catherine Hepburn had like Parkinson's or anything, but it feels like making fun of her ailments. Yeah. Do you think that's being too sensitive? Maybe. I did think it was problematic at first because I thought, oh, did Catherine Hepburn have Parkinson's? But I don't think she did. I think she's just doing like an old woman. And I like the gag of her not, you know, writing in, in writing not legibly. In allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. days, I've lost control of English. And they're just <laughs> saying the You got it from me. Yeah, <laughs> I found that funny. But I also thought a little bit like with Eureka um, on season 10, when she was doing Honey Boo Boo, that visual gag, like, once is funny. And then after a while, it's a bit like, well, I don't think you should win based off the fact you kept repeating the same joke. But the way she said ducking Fitch was very funny. I know, very, um, uh, what's her face? Maggie Smith, Bender Creme. Yes, it was very Maggie Smith. She does remind me of Bender Creme. Uh, apart from Bender Creme, it's not a sex abuser that we know of. Um, God. Uh, did you notice that this was Sherry's first appearance in the episode? In the Snatch Game? Yeah, they're just, they're just cutting her out completely. 
it's, it's quite a shock when she pops up now, isn't it? It's like, well, <laughs> I forgot you were there. And I, oh, I know. Is that, is that the crew? I know it's Sherry Pie. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we have come to the end of our first part of two this episode. So I'm going to sign us out as I always do with this beautiful song. Don't ever trap you no. Don't ever trap you no. Don't ever trap you never trap you never trap you no. Hey, see you in a sec. Bye. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Q and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. So the runway uh, is inspired by the Broadway musical Frozen. Do you, f- do you find this a bit weird that like a musical is sponsoring the runway? This was egregious. Igloo Regis. Sorry, that didn't work. Moon, edit that out. Um, By the way, Moon's not here this week because he's not awake yet. So he, uh, we won't be doing to the moon, but we'll do two next week. I thought this was shocking. This promo, this promo brought up placement was unbelievable. Yeah. I wonder how much they got paid for that. I bet quite a lot. And also, you know, the irony of it being completely wasted because everything is sharp. Yeah, that is very true. God, a lot of people must be banging their heads against the wall at the moment. Um, so they, oh yeah, they found out about the runway, but we're not there yet because they're in the workroom. And um, Jackie says to the rest of the queens about Snatch Game, we all know it's coming. This is the challenge you have the most time to prepare for, which I totally agree with her about that. I'm like, there's no excuse not to be prepared for Snatch Game. No, and you should have like three characters ready to go. Yeah, in case of um, something going wrong, like Gia Gunn pretending she wants to play your character or something. They all quiz Aiden about the fact that, did you actually know, not know the answer to the questions? That's why you kept saying you didn't remember. And in fairness, Aiden does admit to it and takes responsibility, which I think makes her more likable than, say, Britta. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Um, and we get, I swear to God, every emotional moment of the week now, Widow seems to be completely dominating. So she says she picked Tina Turner because she's been through abusive relationships herself. And she was homeless for a year. I know. So, God, Widow has had a hard life, hasn't she? She has, really. Bloody hell, bloody homeless. And then mum dying. And then, God, she's got sob stories for days. I know. Next week, it'll be psoriasis, the emotional moment. She'll be like, yes, my whole life. <laughs> um... Have you ever been homeless, Charlie? No. Me either, but I do get locked out of my house a lot, so I feel like I can relate <laughs> to Widow in this moment. Um, <laughs> there's a funny moment where she's talking about the positives in her life, and she says, now I have a great marriage and a really great cat. I was <laughs> like, that is a really nice positive spin on it. And then Jackie just looks up at her, gives her like a death stare, and goes, come on, cat. And it really, really made me laugh. It actually made me laugh more than anything in the Snatch Game. (laughs) (laughs) Another serious moment is Gigi coming out as gender fluid. What did you make of this? Um, What did I make of it? I don't know. I don't think she was... um, I mean, good on her, they. I don't know which one she goes by. Yeah, it's it's a hard one to talk about. She talks about teetering between male and female. And carrying a sense of female in her. But I mean, I kind of think we all uh, we all do that. We all teeter between. And personally, I don't see a huge value in labelling it. But if it helps other people, then obviously that's great for them. Um, yeah, I wasn't but... quite sure. We said, I am both and I'm neither. And it's like, mm. Yeah, I just think sometimes by making it a label, it's suggesting that everyone else does fit in completely to those boxes. And I don't think any of us do. I think we're all a bit of a mixture and that should obviously be celebrated. But um, obviously everyone has a different 
relationship with words and what how are they help in these situations. Uh, but I do like that Gigi said, I learned from a young age, I don't care about what people think, and it's only made me more confident in who I am. So I love that. She's super She's like the youngest one, isn't she? She's super confident. I know. I just think, honestly, the greatest gift you can give yourself in life is, and I know it's easier said than done, but is to try and stop caring what people think. Not what anyone thinks. Like obviously, if you're in a relationship, you should care what your partner thinks of you, what your friends think, what your colleagues. But a lot of people, I think, these days place a lot of value on what complete strangers think of them. And I think I don't really see why you're doing that. It just feels like a um, sadomasochistic way to live your life. Mm-hmm. If they ain't paying your Ooh. bills. Um, Charlie, you might have to fill in on this bit because Gigi talked about her uncle and I have watched the episode twice, but both times I zoned out. Like, why is she talking about her uncle? Because her uncle was gay. And so her mum shut took. When her mum realised that Gigi was maybe effeminate, she, she took him to see her gay brother <laughs> so he could see what a gay man and, looks like. And is the, did the uncle die? Was that the gist of that? Oh, I don't know if he's dead or not. I, I find it really hard to listen to. I was like, I've already listened about the gender fluid thing. Um, I can't listen to two lots of serious subject matters from one <laughs> queen, so I just kept fading away. Uh, but then it got back to Fern because Heidi said, um, she was speculating the judges might tell her, Heidi, your makeup has improved. You are the winner of this week's challenge. I'm like, mm, maybe not, but I like her optimism. Uh, on the runway, I'm in, uh, in my favorite bit of the podcast now uh, on the recaps is finding out what you think of Rue because I can never predict it. Surely you love this one, Charlie. This hair is possibly the best hair RuPaul has ever done. The hair is exquisite. It's like, it looks edible. It is stunning, that hair. And did you like the dress? Um, I liked it. I'm not in love with it. I thought it went well with the colour of the hair. Yeah, there was something about... Um, yeah, I just liked it. I don't know, maybe it wasn't... I didn't like it being a ball gown. I don't... Not a ball gown, but a like floor-length gown. Um, yeah. But that hair is literally... I think the hair and makeup is like... Must be one of the best of all time. Yeah, I mean, Delta must be kicking herself. As soon as she left, the hair has improved. <laughs> um, so we get the runway, inspired by Frozen. Heidi comes out in a white fur hat and muff. Did you like that? Yeah, I liked it. A little simple, but I did like it. I like the all white. I like the fur. I liked her in blonde. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. And then Jackie does kind of an Elsa look. I didn't like this until she folded her arms in front of her. And then I was like, oh, that's really cute. It's like a little snowflake. I liked the outfit, but I thought her choice of wig pairing with it was terrible. Quite I cheap, wasn't it? Wig. It looks really cheap. And the fact it was long, I just thought detracted from the outfit. I thought it should have been up or like, just ugh, like an up, do, up, do. But no, I didn't like that. I did like Jada's Ice Princess. But very sexy, very polished. Did you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, I liked it. It kept getting stuck in her shoes. That really annoyed it just really annoyed me. If you watch it, it keeps getting stuck in her shoe. Oh, I didn't notice that. I think I was still a bit asleep from Gigi's uncle's story. I feel bad about that. If that's a really bad story, then <laughs> God help me. Um, Jan comes out covered in silicone, made to look like ice. And we haven't seen this much silicone on the runway since Trinity the Tuck. So that was very impressive. <laughs> but I I liked this look. Jan really has put a lot of preparation into her runways and like them or not, you have to admire the work. Oh, I gotta say, I didn't like this at all. Did you like the reveal when she took it off her face? Yeah, I just thought it looked 
horrible. That just the material. <laughs> just the material doesn't look nice. I don't think it looked like it looked gloopy and gungy rather than like ice. It looked like yeah, gunge. And it's like that ice doesn't look like that. That's true, actually. Ice doesn't look at like all. That. For some reason, that completely bypassed me. Yeah, I just didn't like. Um, I just didn't think the material was right for what it was trying to say. Um, Widow comes out doing a a Titanic well, work, which is appropriate because it was a disaster, <laughs> a Titanic disaster. <laughs> it was awful. I hated it. Do you want to hear my impression from Titanic? Yes, please. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> Isn't that eerily accurate? It is. <laughs> I usually do it with a whistle, but I'm having to make do. Um, I, I think I have a controversial opinion on the next outfit. What do you think of Gigi's? I thought it was way too simple. Yeah. It was so, so simple. I and I don't like, I think I said it before, I don't like a prop. She's such a prop queen and I'm not... I don't mind a prop, but this prop to me was such a crutch. It was big. It was out of place. I just, I, f I thought it really ruined the looks. The outfit was kind of cute, kind of safe. But that ice cream really offended me, actually. I just thought, you can't... If she didn't have pro How does she get away with being so, so simple? I thought the makeup was cute with the little red nose, but that is just... That was cute, yeah. But no. I'd, ra I'd rather she came out with an actual ice cream than that big plastic thing. I just thought it was... No, I'm not feeling it. Um, and I'm also not feeling Aiden Zane in this cartoon Abominable Snowman no. thing. Whatever. <laughs> Absolutely not. As um, I think... Uh, Someone on the pit, I can't think it was Bob or Monet on the pips off said, this is a season two Drag Race outfit. Well, you forgive it because it's season two. Bob got in so much like online drama last week for criticising Aiden keeping the same wig every week. It uh, escalated into this huge row that ended up being, I couldn't even follow it in the end because it got so confusing. But Jesus Christ, this the, the wig situation has caused so much conversation. Um, yeah, but like it is shocking how... The, I don't think the judges ever said you've worn the same wig every week. And yet any other queen wouldn't be able to get away with it. But then she did change it this week and then <laughs> did <laughs> get sent home. Head. So, <laughs> Did you like Britta's dress? The like, ice-coloured dress? Um, I, I just wish it wasn't pink. I wish it stayed more bluey and then it all matched with the hair and that. I just thought there's something about the fuchsia coming through that really like offset it. I agree exactly with that. I liked the dress. I just thought the colour was just odd for the theme. I just didn't think it worked. But but the silhouette and the, the dress seemed looked cool. Um, and what about Crystal Method? Loved it. Loved it. I liked the makeup, but the outfit was a bit basic, I thought. I don't know. Um, oh, no, I really loved it. Well, yeah, actually, I loved the makeup and hair. I loved the Mr. Freeze reference. Well, at first, I thought it was like an Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> with the pyjamas. Ah, did you watch Batman and Robin as a child? I mean, the actual film that Mr. Freeze yeah. did. Yeah. I watched it as a child and loved it. Have you ever rewatched it as an adult? No, is it shocking? It is very shocking. So I remember as a child, everyone said it was crap, but I was a child. So I was like, this film was amazing. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. I got my life. And then I rewatched it, like, to have a trip down memory lane. It's one of the worst films possibly ever made. <laughs> God help Uma Thurman. Is it Val Kilmer or um, George so that one's George Clooney, and it was derided because George Clooney had nipples in the bat suit. Oh my God! Look how far um, George Clooney's come. I know. Forget he even and played Batman, had, don't um, you? What was the name of the actor who played Robin? It was Christopher something. Connell, Chris O'Connell. Yeah, was it him or is he the guy who's the rock singer, or is that just Chris Connell? That's Chris Connell. Chris O'Connell, yeah, that sounds right. He was really hot back in the day. And Alicia Silverstone was Batgirl, and this was the peak of Clueless fame. So this film had everything going for it, and then it was just so shit. And it had shit, Bane in as well, right? It. Who? Bane. 
Yes, it did have Bane, but he was like a side baddie. In that how one. many characters has like, this film got? Yeah, obviously, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger agreed to be Mr. Freeze as long as he got top billing. So it's very weird that he actually is higher billed than George Clooney in the film. And I think it happened with Jack Nicholson in the original Batman. Sometimes the baddies like demand a higher payment and stuff. It's very, it's a lot of politics going on in the world of Batman, but that's a separate podcast. Uh, we find out who's safe. It's Widow, Jan, Heidi and Jada. Do you think they all deserve to be safe? Um, yeah, Widow was safe. Yeah, Heidi was safe. Jada was safe. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think that's fair. Yeah. And uh, on top, we've got Sherry, Gigi and Jackie. And then on the bottom, we've got Aiden, Crystal and Britta. I think all those placements are fair. Yeah, fairness. I think that's correct. Also, I know we can't compliment her, but I thought Sherry's outfit was a gorge. I know, so they didn't show her on the runway this week, which is the first time. Um, so do you think that's going to be the rest of the season? No runway? Or do you think maybe they just are going to show her runway if they think it's notable? I don't know. I think they're just going to edit out her runway. I think they're just... I mean, it's just so awkward because she's clearly going to the final. I know, and it's a shame because her runways are one of the, the my favourites. And so, it's just going to get hard. Like we said, it's going to get harder and harder. When there's less and less queens, you can't cut to other queens. So when it comes to, like, the final show, where they're doing, like interviews with RuPaul and that. It's just, how are you going to edit it out when there's only three of them left or whatever? I know. I wonder if Sherry Pye will ever give an interview about all this, if we'll ever hear her side of the story, because I am kind of intrigued. But I have a feeling she's just going to kind of shuffle away quietly now. I don't know. Um, so we get to the critiques, and uh, the judges love Jackie and Gigi, and we get the clip of Michelle saying, I didn't expect you to be calling Ru a bitch, which was previewed last week, um, and I mm-hmm. hoped it was going to be drama, but... I was fooled. Oh, Hello? it was a misdirect. Yes, a misdirect. Um, sorry if there's any problems with audio to you, everyone listening, but um, we're struggling with it this week. But we'll make it work. You Britta work. Um, they ask Aiden if she knew that Patricia had a British accent. And she said she does, which makes it even weirder that she didn't do it. <laughs> so bizarre. Not as bizarre as, did you see what went on with Aiden's eye? No. Everyone's been talking about this. So there was a little clip while she was getting critiqued where Aiden, I, th- I don't know what happened, but she had contacts in there. I think one of her contacts like, slipped down her eye, but it looked really, really, really weird. Oh, let me try and look at it. I'm watching look it, at it now. Look at it now, so I want to get your live reaction. Let's see. Nothing's slipping yet. Nothing's slipping yet. Have you got the episode on? Yeah. I can't see no slippage, but let's see if it's going to come. <laughs> no, her eyes are doing fine. It might not have been this part of the episode. Oh, maybe it was earlier point, on, I think. Um, yeah, you, you'll see. I think this eye is going to be become legendary. <laughs> as legendary as Gia Gunn's wonky eyelash. <laughs> as legendary as Britta believes she is in New York. Because she says next up, people hold me in a high regard in New York and I'm their queen, essentially. So let's get this straight once and for all. Is Britta a New York queen? <laughs> Because there's know. just no way of knowing. I left a Wikipedia, I can't think. I mean, surely she's got a Wikipedia page if she's that famous. She's like a parody of herself at this point. Um, Rue says to Crystal, Had you done Elder Barge like I asked? Um, bless. I, I love how much Rue likes Crystal. So okay, I, 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 so I've just seen the eye. It is messy. It looks crazy. What is it? Is, that the, is it just the contact slipping? The contact like, turns else? around, so one eye is like vertical and one eye is like horizontal. I think that's fucking disgusting, personally. 
um, Sherry gets good critiques briefly. Um, and then we get Jonathan on the panel doing a Valerie Cherish impression. <laughs> Do you love it? I adore it. I just rewatched the comeback series one. It is one of the best TV shows of all time. Oh my God. If a queen did Valerie Cherish, they would win a snatch game for me, hands down. Oh, 100%. What platform do you watch the comeback on? Now TV. I really need to get all my subscriptions back open because in Corona times, you can't afford not to be subscribed to everything. Mm-hmm. I subscribed yesterday for the free seven-day trial of Disney+. Plus. Are you? Have you got that yet? I haven't because I don't really like Marvel or Star Wars. I have to admit, it's not got a lot of good stuff for me either. It's got every episode of The Simpsons, which is good. And I'm currently watching Toy Story 4, which I haven't got a chance to see. But apart from that, I think I will just do the seven day and then cancel it. Maybe I'll do that as well then. It has also got, which you might want to watch, 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, so that's what? an old favourite. On Disney? Yeah. Oh, does it have all Fox stuff as well? Yeah, they, ha- they have a lot of different stuff. But I mean, I wouldn't say it's worth paying for. I try and just cram everything you want to see in the seven days, which, let's face it, we all have the time. Um, Gigi wins the Snatch Game. Do you think she's the rightful winner? No, I would have given it to um, Jackie. I would have given it to Gigi because I thought she was the funniest. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't rank her highly in the in the grand scheme of Snatch Game winners. No, she's probably one of the worst. Well, Silky last year, even though I found her funny, I, I was also one of the worst. So they're on quite a bad run now, really. Yeah. Leave it to the UK queens. Yes. At least there's the Drag Race UK, if it ever airs again, because God knows what's happening with that. Um, Crystal is declared safe because of her boy hair. And we get the lip sync, which uh, turns out to be Aiden versus Britta. Do you feel like it's been building up to this the whole season so far? Yeah, I think, I mean, there was a part of me that was like, should it have been Aiden versus Crystal? But I think they, for the narrative, for the story, they were going to make it Aiden versus Brer. I really, really, really wanted Aiden to win because I thought it would have been such a nice end to that story because Brit has kind of been bullying her. But yeah, you knew it was never going to happen. Yeah, well, I don't know because Aiden, do you remember she was complimented for a lip syncing during the first episode, during You Don't Know Me? Oh, yeah. So I wondered if maybe she could just be a surprise lip syncer, but obviously I was proved very wrong because she, I mean, this is a horrible version of Let It Go, which everyone loves Let It Go, but this version is horrible. The lip sync is horrible. I hated it. It was, um, she was giving me Charlie Hyde's vibes of just giving up. Yeah, she doesn't move. And then Britta's mashing a massive mouth around. And everyone was commenting on the difference in the size of their mouths, which was almost comical. Um, did you like the magic trick? No, I, th- I feel like she's fumbled it. I feel like it could have been really good. I feel like she just kind of fell out of her hands. Yeah, it, felt, it just felt a bit random. And um, I also think Britta always sounds drunk in her confessionals. <laughs> yeah. she, she slurs a lot. I don't know if she's getting all those untucked cocktails. Uh, we got snow falling on the runway um, halfway through, which I don't remember... Um, ever during a lip sync there being like props that the show did no I, I could be wrong so that's it'd be interesting if they start to do that more if they're getting spot well they're getting freaking promotion deals now so maybe they will yeah it'll be sponsored by god knows what Klarna next um so i found the lip sync disappointing but jonathan from mean girls got his life so that's the main thing <laughs> and of course britta um stayed over aiden did you notice that britta told us she loved her before she left yeah, I thought that was cheeky to walk, out, walk up and gave her a hug. I was like, don't be cheeky. 
so two-faced. You've been bitching about it the whole time. But I did I did feel very satisfied that Aiden got a good exit line. Yeah. She said, I will not leave this competition being the quiet bitch. So on that note, and then she screams, and it actually made me laugh. Um, so I was like, that's a good high for her to go out on. Exactly. Are you glad she's gone? Yeah, I think she's given us all she's given us. Yeah, although I, I wonder if the season might be less interesting without her because all the dramas revolved around her, but it's not been very fun drama. Um, I'm sure the crit, what other drama can there be? There, well, the preview, the preview next week, it's all like, oh, no more best friend race. It seems like there is going to be an argument and Gigi looks to be central to it. So I don't know if maybe someone's going to accuse her of not deserving the win next week. Well, I think someone, I've seen clips of Antarctica. I think... From what I can ascertain, I think Gigi made a comment about Heidi's makeup. Oh, negative, I assume. I think. I was watching clips via Leslie Jones' Twitter. Because you know Leslie Jones? Ah! Tweet after tweet after tweet about it. Well, she said she's not going to live tweet anymore, I saw today. Because people were, like, criticising her for her opinions. Well, she goes in hard on Britta. She really hates Britta. Britta called her the C-word last week. After she'd gone hard. But, God, good Lord. But yeah, I think from the clips I could watch on Leslie Jones' Twitter, someone, it looks like GD, Gigi, sorry, was making negative comments about uh, Heidi's makeup. Oh, maybe that'll be where it all kicks off then. Oh, how could you be mean to Heidi? She's so amazing. Next week is going to be, I'm probably going to die because uh, the Madonna musical is, I couldn't think of a challenge that's more aimed at me. So this is going to be absolutely amazing. Do you think they can't do a Madonna runway again, though, can they? I think they will. Well, I assumed not, because if you look in the preview, um, we see a second of Jackie Cox getting critiqued, and she's dressed exactly like Michelle Visage. So I wonder if it's a night of a thousand Michelles, and the link is because Michelle's such a Madonna superfan. Oh, that'd be quite fun. Or whether the runway is Madonna, and Jackie, as a joke, did that as Michelle. But I do think three Madonna runways, I mean, I would... I'll have them every week, but I think, I don't know if they'd do it again. No, especially when the first one flopped so hard and they had to redo it. Yeah, and if they've done it, done the rusical and the challenge, it'll be like, surely they'll be repeating looks and stuff. So I can't see that. Um, but I'm very, 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 very excited for next week. And it's just a shame that the next week's probably going to feel like it lasts three months because that's what weeks are like now. <laughs> I know. But you're doing well, Charlie. Is that the main thing? Yeah, I'm all coping. I'm all coping. Using work as a distraction. Good. That's what it's there for. Um, well, that's uh, as always, I've enjoyed the Snatch Game episode and love talking about it. The times when I could hear you, which was sadly not the whole episode. But um, hopefully we'll have a bit of a better connection for the Ed and Charlie show on Thursday. Yeah. So I hope you'll all be listening to that. And until then, bye. Goodbye, everyone. Let's pick it out.